Um, I think, I think we're good. I think we're ready. Uh, I think wait, we're, we're wait. So you're telling me that there are no audio or visual video problems? I haven't hit the show intro button yet, but I'm <laughs> thinking we might be okay. Mm -hmm. You're looking all right. I don't know. I don't. I don't buy it. I don't feel all right. I don't buy it. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's just hit the button and see what the fuck happens. All right. All right. One sec. Three hundred and sixty. That's how many episodes there are. And then there's countless with this guy. My uh, hetero life mate, my radio partner, my Jesus on wheels, if you will. I had to take a drink. You mentioned radio. <laughs> you got to every time, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's Sheets Live. You can follow him at Sheets Live on Twitter. You can also check him out on twitch.tv slash Sheets Live. So... Your counting, your episode number is just the Lopez Radio podcast. Just the Lopez Radio, yeah. That doesn't include what we did before. No, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. Like, I don't know. Did we really do that many? I don't even remember. They're for, lost to time. Yeah, they are. Well, I'm sure they're on a hard drive somewhere. We've got, we've got some old show stuff, but the the actual podcast podcast has got to be on some hard drive somewhere. I'm sure it's probably, I mean, I know I do have a folder that has some of them, but it's not very many. I almost want to know. It has more radio shows than it does uh, podcast episodes. I almost want to know, like, what we talked about, like, on those on those shows where we're, we knew it was a podcast. Like, what was the first thing we talked about? I don't. It's got to be terrible. But you remember we used to drag Fagan into the, into the studio with us, too, like, at, mm -hmm. at the radio station and record there, because... Uh, home studio stuff just wasn't where it's at now. No, you know no, saying? we had access to a radio station. Why would we? Why would we do? You know, a stuff at home. Right. We had access to a proper studio. Mm hmm. Um. Well. Uh. Well. well welcome back to the show, man. Um. Oh, hi. Thank you. Yes. I apologize for um for being slightly late. I. <laughs> it's all right. Let's just say. I was I was done with what I was doing, but I wasn't available. I don't know. <laughs> have you have you ever been eating a meal and being like, this is not gonna end well? You're in the middle of the meal, you're like, this isn't gonna end well. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't like where my life's headed right this moment in, in yeah. time. <laughs> so when so when we were living in Oregon, mm. um and, and I was on day shift and the wife was on night shift. Like, I would go home and just eat a salad for dinner. That would be it. If it was a night where I had to work the next day. Because I would just go home, shower, eat a salad, and go to bed. And then I would get up in the morning, and I am a healthcare worker that eats first thing in the morning. Not because I want to. I don't like eating at 5 or whatever in the morning. But because you never know what the day is going to be like. Right. You don't know if you're going to get your meal later. Exactly. <laughs> so I learned very quickly that this was just something I had to deal with, that a salad right before bed that sat in my stomach and intestines all night added, added with bacon, eggs, and an apple or whatever I ate the next morning mm. would cause very major problems 
Um, usually before I went to work, hopefully before I went to work. Um, but a little, yeah, little so knocking, a little bit completely. of rapping on the back door. No, no, it ain't no knocking. There's no knocking. <laughs> it's more like a SWAT this, raid. That's exactly what I was going to say. They're just coming in and fucking knocking the door down. That's exactly what <laughs> it was. Got the big oh battering. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. It was miserable. Oh yeah. We've so all been, I understand. we've all been there for the no knock, uh, the no knock mm-hmm. warrant, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And li- little Italy used to do it to me too. When we li- when I lived in Athens, little Italy would do it, but I would take that chance because little Italy was just so fucking good. It really but was. It was a guarantee after mm. eating little Italy, those two slices of thick crust pepperoni that mm. ooh, by the time oh I goodness. got back to the house, it was it was on. Yeah. So tonight it ended up being so we're recording the day after Thanksgiving, um, Black Friday, if you will. Yes. We seem yes. to do this. I think we've done this a couple of times now where we've Probably. recorded on Black Friday. Probably. Um, and we were uh, so so we were sitting around. Uh, you know, I did a little bit of a stream today. I was just kind of because I had the day off, but the wife had to work. So I got mm-hmm. done with what I was doing and she was almost done with work. And I was like, so what do you want for dinner? And we just need leftovers. She was like, I don't want leftovers. So we ended up ordering out from, you know, a little brew pub that uh, that is really close by. Um, you know, we're still at that stage of just ordering for pickup, not going and sitting down like, yeah, we just don't feel comfortable as you shouldn't. But Man, you walked in that place and you wouldn't think anything was going on in the outside world. You would think that it's just a normal ass, you know, non-pandemic type of Friday night. It was uh, fucking packed. Apparently, today was the biggest spike in air travel or over this over Thanksgiving was the biggest spike in air travel since the pandemic started. I can't imagine. I can't imagine being on a plane right now. No. It, no. No, there's no way. Even if I knew I would be fine. I'd still be sitting there like, this is the fucking stupidest thing I think I've ever done. Yeah. I think this is the dumbest thing I might have done. It is. Yeah. 100%. You're entrapped. You have no choice. You are packed in with people. Yeah. You're breathing their air. They're breathing Uh your air. Uh Your airs, your, 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 your airways are fucking in a plane. All right. Yeah. If you will. Um, but yeah, so we, we did that and you know, it's, it's been interesting because, obviously i didn't want to go anywhere today um i did have to go so so my parents are out of town so they've got my my niece has uh my niece stays with my parents and Mm -hmm. she has two what have gotten to be gigantic fucking turtles that need to be fed you know (laughs) a couple times a day so i was like fine i'll go pick up food we'll call it in i'll go pick up food after i you know after i grab you know feed the turtles or whatever that's different though feeding the turtles going out for feeding turtles is different right it is it is um so I stopped by and I was like, man, it's so busy. And I was just thinking about how I was like, how many of these people went out to shop today? Like, what is what is going on? And like, and and apparently companies have been bracing for, you know, a lot more online shopping this year as is smart. Um, apparently they're like geared to do like 50 billion more dollars than last year online, which is like they're projecting something close to 200 billion dollars. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. That's insanity. That is absolute insanity. We're really H- How does that even work with so many people like being underemployed and unemployed? Like how? I mean, Mastercard and Visa are making some fucking cheddar. You know they are. Jesus Holy Christ. Shit. I mean, I get it like but we are I was I was reading this article about about the increase in numbers and like how there's going to be like 7 million more packages this year than there were last year um mm-hmm. you know between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I was like, 
dude, we are just as a as a culture, as a as a society in America, whatever that is, because we're such a big fucking country anyway. Like we are obsessed with buying shit to give to people, and yes, it's so. (laughs) I mean, and we worked in retail, so we knew this anyway. But like, it's just, it's funny how like you like you brought up a great point. So many people are without jobs. So many people are having trouble making ends meet. How is there 50 billion more than last year? Like, I kind of get it because you have the whole people like you're shipping packs. Like, there's just more shipping going on. Sure. sure. Yeah. But to the extent that that's the number, like, I do not understand at all. People are this is this shit ain't over. The economy isn't recovered. Mm-hmm. Things aren't awesome. <laughs> so, like, like how? I don't know. Are people are they buying things as sort of a therapeutic situation? Are they buying gifts to sort of make everything feel more normal? Yeah. Like, are they coping with the fact that they've been pent up and and stuck inside? Maybe so. Maybe that's what they're doing. I mean. I know it sucks. Like it, it, like me and the wife were talking about it today. It's like because I went in to pick up our food, and it's at a place that we really enjoy going to. It's one of our favorite places. Mm-hmm. Um, they got great beer. They've got good food, and you know, I was just kind of like, we miss going and doing that shit. We do. Like we miss going to all of our favorite places to go fucking hang out, have a drink, unwind. It's really hard to uh, not that you can't unwind at home, but it, when you're working at home and you're always at home it becomes counterintuitive to unwind at home sometimes. Now I know yeah. that you guys are in a little bit of a different position because you guys, you know, work outside of your house. Sometimes. Uh, yes. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> lately, it, lately, not so much. Right, right, right. But I mean, it's, it's weird. I think I mm-hmm. feel worse for the wife because she's truly working 100% from home. I am still, mm-hmm. I've still go to work, you know, once every other week, you know, one week, on and off and i still don't see anybody (laughs) like i just go to my office and i come straight home so so when we were in oregon right before we moved um we were both quarantined twice for Mm -hmm. two weeks at a time so roughly a month of quarantine um and it got old it got really old after a while of just we're in the house or we're in the backyard and that's all we're doing that's that's where we are Right. Um, it just got really, really old. <laughs> so I totally get it. Um, and, and I understand that the pandemic is not fun and wearing masks isn't fun. I'm so tired of wearing masks. It's so old. I just want things to be normal again. But you know what? I'm still wearing masks because I still care about myself and everyone around me. Mm. Just in case I'm carrying, which I do not think that I am. And based on getting tested twice previously in very sketchy circumstances where I should be positive. I was negative. I don't know what is going on inside my body, but I, I, just, I care about everyone else. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the precautions. Yeah, I've been, so I, I got test. I got my second test last week. Yeah. I've gotten, I got tested like right after they sent us back to campus mm-hmm. for, for work on the, uh, like right on our own base there. I, I was like, all right, well, I mean, they're offering this. It's a free thing, so I'll go do it. Yeah. Screw it. Yeah. Uh, negative there. So I was like, all right, cool. So we'll go for a little while if I see anything that's a problem. 
Um, and and I would say that you know since since she's working 100 percent from home, and I'm only at work, but pretty much isolated into my office except for like extreme cases. Um, you know, we're probably the most like we're probably pretty fucking careful because there's really no one we come mm-hmm. into contact with um, unless we go to the store. Yeah. And I'm and that I'm just like in and out, get the fuck out of there, you know. And That's how I always aim at the store. Oh my god, even non pandemic. Boom, boom. Yes, even when not, a boom, boom, boom. Done. I'm out. And then when we go, when we go to the store, and it's up and down every eye looking at everything. I'm like, this. How do you do this? Mm. What do you what make a list? I'll go. I'll go because so yeah. so that. I'll go by myself. I'd prefer that mm-hmm. because I know we're going to be like in produce for way too fucking long. <laughs> what are we still in produce for? We've been here an hour. Yep. Um, yep. I, and I've gotten the comment for you. You got everything. You're back already. I'm like, yeah. 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 You gave me yeah. the list. Yeah. I didn't browse. I went and got what we needed and I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> I don't like wandering Just around. Shoving old ladies to the store. ground. I need this pasta. Yes. Get out of my way. Yes, give me um, that marble rye. <laughs> I uh, we we've actually started doing the uh, the click list thing with Kroger, where they where mm-hmm. they just you build it, you build everything online. You can just build your list for as long as you want, and then when you're ready, you just mm-hmm. tell them, okay, I want to pick it up on this day at this time, and they just yeah. bring it out to your car. They don't even like you don't even have to get out of your car. You just pop the trunk and they just put everything in. And I was like, this is fucking great. This is how I want I've, to live the rest of my life. I've had that at Best Buy. If you do the curbside pickup, you just go. And pop the trunk and they put it in your car and you leave. So good. I mean, they, they check that it's you. But <laughs> Loading up some electronics. <laughs> Got that Xbox in there for you, sir. Uh, and a PS5 as well. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We've been doing the uh, Publix delivery stuff with Instacart or whoever the fuck it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. How's that? We haven't been doing that. We haven't been doing that like only that, but we've been doing that. We got some stuff delivered earlier. It's been fantastic. They just drop it at the door? What do they do? It depends on what you want them to do. Oh, okay, I've never, I've we've, never done. We've, it. we've, we've usually been home. Whenever it's been, it's re- honestly, it's usually been a case of, I just don't want to go to the store. And obviously, yeah, you're going to be home. But I mean, you know, they could just drop stuff at the at the door, and if you're out, you come back, and you know, what's the upcharge on that? I, not sure. She does all of that. <laughs> I haven't even looked at it. Don't you love it? Don't you love yes. that? I'm kind yes. of, I'm kind of okay with that. Like I was streaming earlier, and someone's just like, someone's like. You should uh, throw some extra dollars to the wife and have her get something nice on Black Friday. I was like, she can throw herself all the extra dollars she wants. Yep. Yep. I just law. I just sit down and do bills when we when it's time to do bills. Yep, that's that's my role, and I do all of that. <laughs> I I pay the bills. I make sure we're good on everything. That is the role I play in this. I'm just like I'm just like money's there. All right, paying the bills. <laughs> Here's the confirmation numbers. <laughs> I, so what I do is I have it on the Google Calendar mm. when each bill is due, and when I pay it, I edit the title so it says whatever paid on this date. Nice. So that way, if she goes to Google Calendar, she can see, oh, that bill's been paid. I am halfway dating a or dating. I'm halfway married. What? To, whoa! Just, whoa! Just, what? Just, just, I'm halfway dating my wife. Um, <laughs> I I'm pretty sure I'm married to someone that uh, that from a financial standpoint um mm-hmm. in in records keeping is a uh is a little bit of an older generation because she writes it all down there's a oh. there, are, there are books and calendars with everything oh wow i am just like you know we can just set up a google calendar and just i can we can link it <laughs> and you can just add all this stuff 
Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. And then she's still busting out the calendars and just like, nope. What was that confirmation number? Writing it down with a pen. I'm like, where are you getting a pen at? Like, what's <laughs> happening right now? Um, but One of those pens she keeps in her hair. She just pulls it out and writes it down and goes right back in. But hey, man, I take a look at like the savings. And I'm just like, wow, okay. All right. You got everything on lock. That's great. You know, we're paying things <laughs> off. We're doing all that. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well. You're keeping it more straight than I would. I just kind of would, you know, uh, before before we shared assets, for me, it was just kind of like, all right, I just got paid today. What's due in the next few days? All yep. Right. All right, we'll pay that. We'll pay that. Looks like I got some extra money to go out and do some shit with. <laughs> <laughs> What's saving? Depends on what point in the life it was. It was like, oh, what do I have to do? Looks like I got a little extra money to spend it here at Best Buy with my right. discount. Yeah. Pay it right back into the employer's hands. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it's been it's been not too bad. You know, we've been here and it's it's okay. But mm-hmm. we do miss the outside world. But we also understand why we're missing it. Like it's yes. a thing. I think a lot of people just it comes down to they just don't want to be told that they can't do something is mm-hmm. what it comes down to. And it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. well, we're not trying to be assholes. We're just trying to be safe and. I'll be honest, man, like we, if, like I said, yesterday was Thanksgiving. We did something here. We got like, we went and picked up a honey baked ham and we got mm-hmm. some sides and we did that whole thing at home, but it was just us. And we did a Zoom thing with uh, with both sides of her family, one side of my family. And um, it was a little chaotic, but in looking at it, we were just kind of like, well, everybody's like, yeah, we're being careful. And we're like, they're panning the camera around the room and like, that is the same get together you have every year without us there. That's yep. it. And I'm yep. just kind of like, I just, I don't see how that's safe at all. No, it's not. It's not at all. I think, and, and honestly, um, I think that my mother and my mother-in-law, what they do is they talk a good game when they're speaking to us, but we've seen in person that they do not do what they should do. So, yep, it's yeah. it's the, like if I can say anything about our generation's parents, they're really yeah. good after a certain point of realizing well, the audience they're speaking to. Mm-hmm. And so they just kind of tailor their response to things. Tell us what we want to hear. Right. Yeah. And in their mind, we're still kids. You know, we just we're kids oh, with sure. kids with facial hair. And <laughs> they're just kind of like, all right, well, that got him. You know, I th- I want to know if they're like they're like. You fooled him that time, <laughs> but we've we've talked about it before. I've talked about it with uh, with oh, with Chris shit. a good bit, um, and I've talked about it with some of the other people on the podcast. Like other people's version of being careful mm-hmm. is is not necessarily your version of being careful. So you have oh, to, totally. like, you know, what I'm saying like they might not realize. It, there's there's a lot of people who was like, no, I know these people, so there's no way we're passing germs. You know, it's like subconsciously that's how they feel like oh yeah we're being careful these are all people yeah. i know i'm not having mm-hmm. strangers over it's like yeah but who are they around like <laughs> it just doesn't there's it, it hits a certain point where it doesn't compute past you know yes it just yes. It hits a firewall so to speak it's just weird yes yeah i mean we uh, and I'll, I'll be honest we've gone out to eat but we've only gone places that follow restrictions mm. the servers have to be wearing masks 
Mm-hmm. There has to be hand sanitizer. Shit like that. Yeah. We're not going, if we've ever gone anywhere that didn't have, where like P, they weren't following, we do not go. We leave. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are. Mm-mm. We went to, so I did take uh, the wife out for her birthday um, to a restaurant here in town that's, you know, it's pretty nice. We, we like it mm-hmm. a lot, but uh, only because the weather was nice. They had outdoor seating. And if you called ahead and, res- and reserved, like you had your, basically we had our own patio to ourselves. There was like nobody awesome. around us. And awesome. they were like, they were like, when the server approaches the table, put your mask on. Like it was one of those things where it was just kind of like, all right, well, you know, this, they're being safe. We're outside. We're completely spaced out. Um, mm-hmm. But I've, you know, I, I won't lie. I've been, I have been to eat a couple of times since the pandemic because mm-hmm. sometimes you can't, like you're in a situation where you have to, you know? Yeah. And I definitely was the, the rest of the day and the rest of the, you know, few days after I'm just kind of like, what was that? Is that tickle in my throat? What is that? Yep. What's going Hello? Yep. <laughs> like, no, I'd be a liar. If I said we were 100%, mm-hmm. but we've been as good as we, I mean, we've been pretty fucking good, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, sure. There have been a few things where we like, we look at each other later and we're like, that was like that was not a smart thing. That we shouldn't dumb. have done that. And then it's the same situation. Get up in the morning. I'm just like, mm, uh, mm, no. That's let me t- take a drink of water. That's all. Oh, still kind of there. Yeah. No, I'm I'm fine. It's nothing. It's <laughs> so you spend the rest of the day with butterflies in your stomach. Like, is this the yep. one? Is this the one yep. that gets me? And that was kind of our point going into the holidays this year. Even Christmas. You know, we're already talking about that. It's like. We we've been this careful this long. Like why? Like a lot of people are throwing it out the window right at the holidays because they can't. Because they can't. They they just they just don't have a way of telling themselves no. In a lot of cases, it's like a diet. You've come this far. Why throw it away now? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's <laughs> there, there's that, and then there's the time I tried a a, a diet called the Fat Smash Diet, and then uh, <laughs> I was on it for <laughs> I was on it for. Two days. Yep. And then I housed an entire pizza afterwards. Holy shit. That is a flashback. Remember? I forgot all about the fat smash diet. Remember that? So it was like, holy shit. For two yep. weeks, you eat as yep. much fruit and vegetables as you want, except for the good ones. Yep. <laughs> like, except for these great fruits and vegetables. Yeah. As much as you want. And, uh, and then, and then you start slowly moving yourself back onto normal food. Um, Except for a few things. Yeah, I think I did it for like three or four days, maybe. And then I ate an entire pizza. I was like, <laughs> I ordered a pizza. <laughs> I sat in my room in the dark and I ate an entire large pizza from Papa John's. <laughs> the Fat Smash Diet. That is a name I have not heard in a long time right there. Boy, did Holy I. Shit. Boy, did I Fat Smash. <laughs> oh god I you bought- smashed more fat right in next oh, to the other fat i smashed it all up into my man boobs and my my <laughs> fucking ass cheeks it's wonderful it's wonderful holy shit i forgot about the fat <laughs> smash diet oh shit oh man but i mean you know it's you do like you come you come this far only to risk getting around people that you don't know their habits, you don't know what mm-hmm. they've been up to, you don't know, and in some cases you do know their habits and you do know what they've been up to, but it's just because it's this tradition. And I, look, I don't, there's a weird part of me that's like, I wouldn't do it to myself, but I understand why some people do. And I get it. Like some people, they they need that. Mm-hmm. And, 
you can say what you want, but it's still not going to change the fact that they're going to go do it anyway. So I'm I'm not one to reach out and shame anybody. Like I'm just kind of like, well, I'm just not going to be there. I'm sorry. Like I'm just not going to be there. It's just it's just our preference. And now there's more than there's more than us to consider now. Like yeah, there's just exactly. more to us to, than us to consider. So we're just being extra safe. And you know, if you want to be mad about it, be mad about it. But mm, we're not going to be there. No, I, and I think that's, well, it's especially smart for you guys now. I mean, mm. you know, but well, yeah, it, it's, and it's tough, especially when it comes to parents and stuff like that, mm -hmm. especially when parents are getting older mm -hmm. and you, you know, it starts to be that whole, well, shit, like, how we don't know. More? Yeah. How many more? Yeah. Like, we don't know. But at the same time, you also don't want to be the reason that there are no more Thanksgivings or Christmases. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to be the reason it's the last year. Like, yep. There's too many cases where there's too many situations where, you know, someone's just like, all right, I'm just going to go to this thing. And then they end up either sick themselves or bringing it back and giving it to someone, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of like, it's just not worth it, and I know you. I know you guys love me, and I know, and I know I love them. And it's just kind of like I. You're gonna have to understand. You're just gonna have to yeah. understand. Like, and that's yeah. what it comes down to. So, we'll see. Um, I yeah. I know that we're we're gonna be chilling out for the for uh, Christmas, and you know now that a baby's coming, like we're just kind of like eh, we don't really have anything we want. You know, if people want to buy us, I'm like here's the registry. You know, if you want to buy us some shit, then buy it for the baby. You know, we've got. I've got all the shit I need right here. I've got enough yeah. shit. I don't need oh, more shit. I'll probably yeah. still buy shit, but I don't need <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, I understand that. Yeah. How's uh, how's how's the Florida life going, man? Oh, it's fine. Oh, my God. The weather. Mm. Holy shit. Wait a minute. This blew my mind. Tell me about so it. So I'm looking at the weather, you know, coming up the next few days. Mm -hmm. It's been it's cooled off. It's finally hit that point where like. It's not just oppressively hot every day. Like we're getting up into like the low 80s and it's like comfortable to go outside. Yeah. So I'm looking ahead and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, Monday, high of 74, fantastic, low of 41. What? That's a swing. Tuesday, Tuesday, high of 55, low of 36. Where <laughs> the fuck am I right now? <laughs> so uh, that blew my mind. Yeah. Um, but no, you know, Florida's good. It's fine. You know, we're finally, the house is finally getting sort of, outfit outfitted yeah decorated decorated the, the house is finally getting decorated with like stuff i mean like there's pictures up on the wall behind me and shit there's stuff over here the house has stuff in it um so it, it feels like our house now it feels like home um and, and it, it has felt that way but now it really feels like right when your shit starts place. like floating into place it's like oh this yes. is i could walk into this place and be like oh i live here like if you yeah. didn't know that you know what i'm saying it's it takes a while for that to be the case right like even when mm -hmm. you move into like an apartment or something like that it takes a second to be like okay i've made this uniquely mine now yes. because so much shit's in boxes and it is a pain in the ass to kind of get that like where do i want this thing where you know so you just slowly do it and then one day you just kind of turn around you're like oh fuck this is this is my <laughs> oh, shit this is this is a home now yeah okay this is this is it. This is where I live. Okay. Right, right. It's like, well, and it's like, you know, anytime you move rooms around or something like that, where you're like, you know, because I used to be in the room over to the to the right of me. And like, it was, you know, a, my, a different studio. And then we swapped them. And I was like, this doesn't feel right at all. And now, <laughs> now I can't picture it being back in that other room. So it's kind of cool. 
kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, um, absolutely. So Florida's going all right. Florida's yeah, good. Yeah, Florida's great. Florida's great. Mm, mm. How's uh? You know, just just getting used to things. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. Huh? Um, how's the streaming going? Like, how's all that? Fine. Same old shit. Fine. Just something to do while you play video games. Fine. <laughs> He's like, whatever. Fine. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. Do it's you, all right. Are you in the? Uh, are you guys doing anything for Christmas, or are you just keeping it home? Probably just staying home. Honestly, I mean, I don't know what we would do. Yeah. And and also like, not that we're doing anything, but like um, our soon to be no, our new employer. Mm-hmm. They, if you go anywhere, like if you leave the country, not that we're going to leave the country because where, where we go and we're American, oh. we can't go anywhere. Uh, you have to quarantine for two weeks when you come back, which I totally get. But it's one of those things that like, even if you did and not that they're doing it, but let's say you did like a three day cruise or something like that. They're not, I mean, you'd have to quarantine because I know the cruise, the cruise industry is trying to get started again, even though the CDC is sitting here going, uh, this is like a level four. You can't fucking no man <laughs> you, you shouldn't like you can but you shouldn't um i know they're trying to get started again they're, they're some of the the cruise lines are talking about doing their um i forget what they're called exactly but they're basically looking for people to take cruises to test out what it's like now how they're going to run things and how it's going to be if someone has to be quarantined on the ship and shit like that jesus it's that that's one of those like industries <laughs> It's never going to be the same. No. It's never going to be the same. And I mean, they're going to try, I'm sure, once things kind of tame out, whenever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still, like, I think people are being hopefully optimistic that spring, summer, things are going to start going back to normal. So it's kind of like, that's, that's saying that there's plenty of vaccines available. There's plenty of people who will actually take it. There's the fucking vaccine doesn't kill you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. Like, don't get me wrong. I want it to be here, too. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. But you you got to be careful. You just have to. Like, it's just, oh, God. The fact that this fucking thing takes up so much time of what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no like what, no matter what we talk about. It ties back into the fucking pandemic. Well, it lingers in the back of your head, right? Like I, I'm in my head while we're talking about it. I'm like, man, we're talking about, I'm, I mean, I'm talking about the pandemic again with somebody, but mm-hmm. it's, it's the, the biggest event that affects so many people that we've probably had in our lives. Yes. Easily. 9-11 was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the crashing of the economy was the next one. Yeah. And it's like now a a pandemic that's killing hundreds of thousands of people all over the world, specifically a whole fuck ton of them in this country. Well, and it's hard. It's hard. So, you know, from a from a standpoint of someone who. Like yourself streams and, you know, likes to broadcast and likes to, you know, talk to people and, and do all this other stuff. It's really, really hard to not address it. You know, because mm-hmm. it's always the, I think the reason why it always comes up, because even if you avoid it, the tension of it being there is still there. It's just like when yes. you go like like going to the store now, we were talking about going to the grocery store. Right. So you don't go to the grocery store now with the same with the same intentions you did before. 
right? You're picking things up. Before, you're like, ah, let me throw this in the basket. Now you're like, let me throw this in the basket. How many people touched that? How many people touched that before <laughs> I touched it? Like, you're taking, like, a pin and knocking things off the shelf into your cart. Like, it's... Do I need to buy extra toilet paper? How much toilet paper do we have at the house? There's only a little bit here at the store. What if we run out? We might need more later. Yeah. Yeah. I might just buy a bidet. I don't know. Yeah, right? Um. So, so to, to not... Then it, you still have a wet asshole and you got to dry it. Right, right. Unless it has a fan on it. Mm, that, that does exist. It better be a warm fan. That's not going to be a pleasant situation. <laughs> I don't want cold air on my ass. <laughs> no, certainly not. But there is there is a weird thing where, you know, content creators at some point, like I was reading a really cool article that was talking about how like you can only go so long as a content creator you know, be it YouTube or a blogger where you're just like, I'm just going to keep my stuff out of, you know, out of being real world. So usually it's like an escape, like, mm -hmm. you know, be it the election, be it politics, be it, be it the pandemic. You can only do that for so long before it gets weird. It's like this motherfucker hasn't said shit. It's been like nine months, <laughs> it's been like eight, nine months of a pandemic. And you mm -hmm. would think that nothing and, and to a point, I can kind of appreciate that, right? I can appreciate yeah. the fact that, hey, you can push all that aside and just have a fucking show. It's an escape. Or, yeah, it's an escape. But it gets awkward after a bit of just kind of like, man, like, you're not even acknowledging this thing is happening. Like, do you believe it's real? Like, and, and I know it's nobody. Like, you can say it's nobody's business, but like, it's kind of is, I don't know. Uh, no, it, I guess it's really not, but it's just kind of, it gets weird when you've got a show that's out there to not address things because it's, well, it's stuck in the back of says, Something is so overarching over everything. Mm -hmm. Like nothing has been untouched by this. Mm -hmm. Nothing. So, I mean, to not even address it in any way, especially if you're going on there and just being like, well, you know, I went to the fucking store and just talking, telling stories like you, like you just went about a normal day. It either sounds to me like disingenuous or you sound fucking stupid for, yeah, not acknowledging it at some point. Have you noticed everybody's everybody's stories about hanging out with people is like, so we did this socially distanced thing with a friend or like, you know, I got together with some friends the other day, you know, outside, you know, socially distanced <laughs> so we could have some beers or, you know, I went to this such and such and they're doing a really good job. They're all wearing masks and like you're just trying to kid yourself. That, that that it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Either like that, the precursor. It's like it's like the thing that you preface everything with. It's like, oh, you know, they, they're being really careful. Either that or you're already going on the defensive for when people are like, what do you mean you're going out? What do you mean you're hanging out in places? Oh, no, no, no. It's good. It's, it's fine. No, you should see this place. It's great. They do such a good job. Yeah. I, I did it earlier when I was talking about taking yeah. the wife to, to go get, yeah. you know, her birthday dinner. And it's just kind of like... Man, that is just something that is going to take time to get used mm -hmm. to not doing. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. just if if we ever get to that point again. Yeah, true. It's it is entirely possible that this is life now. I hope not, but I mean, I hope right. not too, because it sucks balls. But yeah. it is entirely possible that this is life now. I think there's just a there's a, there's such a large percentage of people that are just kind of like they either they either think it's fake or they're like well if I get it I get it whatever if I get it I get it and it's like man. but but 
what it comes down to as well is like we're just it's just a nation of so many people. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fucking people, you know. And and to to for people to be like, well, this country, this country, such and such, they've squashed it, and they haven't had a new case since. Blah blah blah. It's like yeah. they also have like a fourth of the people we have, and they're in such a smaller place. I agree. I think there's something to be very to, to be said, and it's very impressive that some of these countries were have been able to do these things. Mm-hmm. New Zealand is having sporting events. There was just a, a a music festival somewhere in some country not long ago, like Thailand or something. And that, yeah, Thailand or something. I'm sure, they're having some other kind of festivals in Thailand too. But mm. um, the it, it is impressive, but at the same time, yeah. The population is completely different. And I, I've been guilty of it because I'm like, well, look at them. They got it squashed. But you have to look at it from that perspective. Like, okay, we would never have it completely squashed. Mm-mm. We never would. There's just too many people. But it doesn't have to be as bad as it is. Right. South Dakota doesn't have to be number three in the world. Holy shit. <laughs> Can you man? imagine? That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me one bit because when we were moving and we drove through South Dakota, and we went to Deadwood, we wore masks and I mean, not a person anywhere, not a person anywhere was wearing a mask. It's insane, right? It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. It uh, is. It is. Uh, it's it's am- goddamn ridiculous. Yeah, you don't want to be a, a state within a country to be still number three in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Florida... Well, especially with the small fucking population they have. It's, it's not like California or New York or Florida or Texas. And even then, that wouldn't be acceptable. You're the fucking Dakotas. And even when faced with it, it was like, here are the facts. These are the numbers. These are the deaths. They're just like, I think... Uh, I think people should just be able to choose what they want to do. Obviously, they're unable to choose the right thing because uh-huh. people are dying. And it is all because of what we have not touched on yet because this shit was politicized mm-hmm. from day fucking one when it's a public health crisis. This isn't a political issue outside of it being turned into a political issue. This is a public health crisis. That's exactly what this is. I don't know, man. When are we voting on this coronavirus to go away? <laughs> When's that I vote? Was, hey, I was told it was going away the day after the election. Oh. Hey, man. I was, too, by several people I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that hurts me. Uh-huh. I'm sure. <laughs> that hurts me so much. There's so many people that I would love to call. And be like, so remember when we had that conversation the other day? I got it in a text <laughs> form right here. I can read it back to you. Um, we can talk People's about still dying. People still dying. I don't now know. it's oh well, they aren't dying of that. The numbers are being fudged. Yeah. Oh yeah. Doctors are doing it because they're getting paid. That's I why. I don't think I have enough whiskey for this. No. No, you don't. If we're being realistic, there's not enough alcohol in the world. Why don't we do this? I got an idea. Yeah, what do you want to do? Yeah, I got an idea. We've got uh, one of our favorite bands, the Deftones. Yes. Are uh, releasing uh, the 20-year anniversary 
of White yep. Pony, one of our favorite albums. This is perfect because I have some Deftone stuff I want to talk to you about. I would, so this is perfect. Which one do we play? Which one do you like the most? You like the Knife Party? So there's only been two tracks released off of the Black they're Stallion. They're both so good. They're both so good. But they're good in their own ways. Mm. Like to me, and, and I think I, I've told you this. And I've said it like when I've been talking to the wife about it. Whatever. To me, Knife Party is good because it's the song, but it has less of the original song to it. Mm -hmm. As opposed to Passenger. Yeah, Passenger's the other one, right? Passenger's Passenger, the other one. Yeah, Mike Shinoda where remix. It retains a lot of the original song, but the, it's just... That's what, I, that's what makes me even more excited about this. It isn't one person doing a remix. They're letting multiple people remix these songs, so you're going to get all kinds of different views for this son of a bitch which one's longer um let's see uh pure uh so purity uh knife party is four and a half minutes uh mm -hmm. and passenger is 446 go with passenger i know it's only a few seconds but... hey and and here's the thing we have to piss a lot because we're getting old we're probably yeah, gonna play I, the other one oh too. i get that i get that <laughs> oh, yeah. i understand that all right, check out the Passenger Remix. Uh, it's from the upcoming Deftones 20-year anniversary. They're going to re-release the album, and it's going to be a double disc with a fully full remix of every track by different artists. When does that come out? December 13th, I believe. So it's not far away. It's only, yeah, it's only a couple weeks away. Two and a half weeks or so. That's awesome. I've already got it pre-ordered. I can't wait. Oh, I pre-ordered it like the day. But it doesn't come out for a while. What or at least the vinyl version doesn't. The vinyl version doesn't ship till like April. Yeah, they do weird things. So CDs are tough now too. Like even CDs are tough because not everybody gets them anymore. And um, and even when you order them, like they've, they've stopped doing the it'll be there on the day it's released kind of thing. I just emptied a box of all the CDs I have left and put them in a cabinet earlier. Legit, 100%. Before we came on, that's what I did is I unloaded a box of CDs oh, and put them in a cabinet. I want to talk to you about that. All right. I want to talk to you, but I'm going to write it down because I'll forget it with my old man brain. That's fine. I'm going to write yeah, down. I, like CD I said, I got box. some Deftone stuff to talk to you about. Okay. I got some Deftone stuff and and we can talk about the CD thing. I got other stuff too. So we got we got content. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about things. Let's go. Let's pretend like the pandemic never happened when we get back. Shit. Let, uh, let's go. Let's do it. All right. We'll be right back. It's Passenger, the Mike Shinoda remix, Deftones on Lopez and Sheets.
right, there it is. The Passenger Mike Shinoda remix off of the upcoming Deftones Black Stallion. It's uh, it's it's good. I like it. Would you say that White Pony is your favorite Deftones album? Yes. And I think that has everything to do with when it came out. But yes. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, so the wife, she likes White Pony, but she likes the earlier albums more. I, and those are good albums. Yeah. But like, to me, they really... I like their sound once they hit White Pony. Mm, I like too. how they sort of change more that way. I think part of it too um, has to do with when it came out, we were in high school. Yeah. We also had a group, like a large group of friends that all enjoyed it together. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like this real, like it was a bonding kind of album. It was, it was, you know, I think you and I went and saw them twice, like touring on that album. Like, yeah. Uh, Tabernacle. And international ballroom and international ballroom yes so yes. it was like it was interesting it's always interesting to look back on those and be like oh yeah well, that's why i like it it's because it was that time in my life right i remember when you were like here's i here's the cd i burnt the leak mm-hmm. of of white pony mm-hmm. whatever it was titled at that point because i don't know that if it had the title of white pony yeah i don't remember i know a lot of the songs had different names like yeah. weird names yeah um and i remember we listened to that and it's like this is awesome and then it got to what was later known as pink or i'm sorry as uh back to school mm-hmm. and we were like that's a fucking good song and then the full version came out and it was not there <laughs> and it was like where did the song go i want to know how many versions of white pony were released because it feels like there were at least four or five you Let's know. see. So there was the standard version that was released. Mm-hmm. There's also the special edition that came in red and black. Mm-hmm. That same release and blue. Day. It had a blue one too. There was a blue there one. Was okay, a blue so one. the blue one. Uh, I only thought there was red and black. I only had the red and black copies. I had the red one. I didn't have any of the other ones. And then, um, or actually, did I only have one? I don't remember. Either way. And then they re-released it with "Back to School" on it. Mm-hmm. And then there might have been extra editions after that. I don't know. There was at least five releases of that album, and that was only in the first like couple years it was out. Yeah, I don't know. That was that was such an odd um, that was such an odd time because I don't know if it was like I wonder if that was like the first time or one of the first times that a leaked version of an album was, you know, a song that came out that didn't make the album caused such a stir that mm-hmm. they had to go back and put it on the album. They're like, "Where's that Maybe. fucking song?" Where's the one song? Where's the back to school song? And that ended up even being a single. Like, and it was like mm-hmm. originally not even included. Yeah. But I almost wonder if it was the Deftones being like, go fuck yourselves. You're going to buy this album four times. <laughs> well, according to Chino, maybe. According to Chino, back to school was only recorded because the record label was like, we need a single. Oh. So- and so they recorded it. And Chino said that he did it really to show them, like, this is how easy it is to put out one of these fucking songs that sounds like this. Yeah. Because it really doesn't fit the rest of the album. Really, Like, it's more like rap, rocky kind of, you know? Yeah. Um, In my opinion. I love the song. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love that song. But it doesn't really fit the way the rest of the album goes, in my opinion. To me, it, um, it's, it feels more like the earlier two albums. Exactly. Um, And I think they kind of hate that song. <laughs> Because they probably do. the record label was like fucking record a song that's a hit. Isn't it like uh what is it? Uh what's the fucking band? Um what am I uh I can't think right now. 
They say they sing the song "Creep." Which one? Radiohead Radio or Radiohead? Okay. Radiohead. They <laughs> like Radiohead, Stone Temple Pilots. Apparently, they hate that song. Radiohead hates mm-hmm. that song. Yeah, that's a similar a similar story behind it, where it's like, oh, you want this thing? Here you go. Well, that's like when you go see a band and they don't play like a big hit in it live, and you're like, well, like, look, we we're all tired of that fucking song, but it's like it's your fucking song. It's like that's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. It would honestly be like, let's say you go see Weezer, who has had multiple big hits, but they don't play Buddy Holly, and you're like, dude, like it's that's just play the fucking song. As as a as a diehard, you know, you're probably okay with it, but it's kind of absolutely. But still, you're just kind of like, come on, you have a large percentage of people that's all they know is you playing Buddy. Yeah, come on, play the fucking song. Come on, (laughs) come on, man. You're gonna you're gonna sit here and play only in dreams for fucking twenty minutes. Which I am perfectly fine sure. with, but fucking play Buddy Holly. Yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you, you know who did it right? When I went and saw Corn for their twenty or twenty-five year anniversary of the first album, yeah, they played it front to back, and then they played every other single after the album, like every other single. And I was like, perfect. Okay, look, perfect. They know people want to hear that shit. Yeah, give them a show. Hey, look, go to Weezer. Look. I know you're not playing Falling for You. I know you're not. I want you to. I know you're not. Just play the fucking song. Yeah. I know you're probably not playing anything off Pinkerton. All right. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe get you or tired of sex. Maybe. Probably not. But probably not. <laughs> you might get one. Yeah. And it'll be in a medley. It won't even be the full song. It'll tie in with other songs. Right, right, right. They'll, they'll, they did they'll... that when we saw them at uh, St. Augustine Amphitheater. They did medleys Oof. of some of their songs, and it's like, God damn it. The medley is such a cop-out. It's, yep. to me, with some bands, the medley is worse than bands who play a, they play their songs a little faster. Yeah. You ever seen a band where they're playing their yep. songs faster so it gets done yep. quicker? And you're like, mm-hmm. hey, man, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I paid a lot of money to be here. I hate that shit. It drives me I've fucking all- crazy. I've also seen bands that play the song slower and I'm like, fucking get up to tempo. This is painful. Like, go. All right. So I saw back when. uh, So you remember over the summer, like I sent you a message all of a sudden. I'm like, did you fucking know that Deftones are going to release a new album? Like a, a, a remix album? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, and and uh, ohms. That yeah. happened also. It's like, hey, you know they're going to fucking release an album? That came out of nowhere. It really yeah. did. So um, in that, Kerrang, which you may remember, Kerrang. Yes. There used to be these things kids called magazines made out of papers. Once Kerrang upon a time, Best Buy had a huge section of them, too. I forgot about just that. Like, just like they used to have a huge section of CDs. They don't anymore. You can't even order CDs off the website. Now, I remember you telling me that, which blows my fucking mind. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Sorry, and then kids. After Best Buy, and after Best Buy got rid of magazines, they brought them back and wanted us to try to sell you a subscription to a magazine. Even went to Maximum the point. Sports in, Illustrated. Even went to the point in some cases of trying to get us, much like Dunder Mifflin, trying to get us to sign up for them because <laughs> they were that desperate to get the numbers up. Yep, yep. Let's get high on our own supply. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> so Kerrang. 
uh-huh. magazine re- did put out a couple of lists. One of them is ranking all the Deftones albums. This is before Ohms came out, so it's not on here. Mm. Ranking the Deftones album and then ranking the top 20 Deftones songs. Jesus. Yes. So I'm just going to start reading these albums real quick. Okay. And I'm just curious what your thoughts are. All right. How many how many uh, total now, albums are we talking about here? Eight. Eight total. Before yeah, before eight Ohms. Total. Before Ohms, right? Yeah, before Ohms. Okay. Yeah. So number eight, yeah. Koino Yokan. Uh, disagree. Number seven, Saturday Night Wrist. Disagree. Don't don't okay. Disagree. Six, six gore. Disagree. Hmm. Well, and and this is a look. And here's the thing: is is are you disagreeing with gore because it's too high? Do you uh, want to say that? Do you want to say it's too, high. too high or too low? <laughs> it's too high. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think Saturday at Wrist is a little too high too. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And Koino Yokan is too low. Way too low, in my opinion. Yeah. If for no other reason, Swerve City alone. <laughs> okay. I got you. Swerve City alone. That might that's one of my favorite Deftone songs because that song fucking hits. In I, my opinion. I can I can lean out and say as I as time has moved on, mm-hmm. that could be my favorite album end to end. Like end to end. Like the, the with okay. like as far as the flow yeah. into tracks, the yeah. flow of the songs, nothing feels out of place to me. Sure. Unlike like I told you with Ohms. I feel like if it was put in a different order, it would be a better album. Not that it's a bad album, but I think it needs to be reordered. Ohms felt like uh, felt like an old school like album from the eighties or nineties, where they were just kind of like, "Here's a bunch of songs." Yeah, like here's a bunch of songs, and, yeah. and not not that there's anything wrong with that, but yeah, you've gotten used to bands, especially the Deftones, as as they've progressed, mm-hmm. you've gotten used to them making a flow out of an album. Yeah. Uh, so we were at number six, score number five, Adrenaline. What is number four? And I can tell you if I agree with that. Around the fur. All right, I can agree with five. Okay. What about four? <laughs> or do you want to hear three? Yeah, let me hear three. Diamond Eyes. I can agree with four. Two is where I'm... I don't know. Okay. It's a self-titled album from 2003. Oh. Don't agree. No. Number one, White Pony. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, to me, the biggest crimes on this are Koino Yokan being at the bottom and di- and, uh, and the self-titled being at number two. Yeah. I'm writing right now. Let's see. I'm going to do mine. Let's see. Okay. And uh, okay. so what? How, how did you fare with, the, with agreeing? I agree with I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Gore would be at the bottom for me. I honestly don't know that I've gone back to that album since it came out. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of you could tell, and you can even read in uh, in interviews that they it wasn't an organized thing. They just kind of he even says that they, we kind of just threw that shit together. Um, and if I remember, because I haven't listened to it in a long time, I would put the self titled down there near the bottom as well. Yeah, self self has some good moments, but it's just not. It it's, it just feels like it feels lazy. From what I remember, because it's been a long time since I've listened to it. Yeah, self feels really, really lazy to me. Um, let's see. I don't necessarily disagree with Saturday Night Wrist being low, but not at number seven. I don't think because Hole in the Earth is a good song, and there's some other good stuff on there, but I don't know. There's much beyond that. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I So it's probably in a decent spot being around 7 or 6. Um, let's see. So around the fur and adrenaline. It's tough because like that's your first experience with Deftones, but it's also really dated. Give me the order it's again. A different sound. Okay. Going from the bottom. Uh -huh. Koino Yokan, uh -huh. Saturday Night Wrist, Gore, Adrenaline, Around the Fur, Diamond Eyes, Deftones, and White Pony. I would have Diamond Eyes up there high as well because that's a really fucking good album in my opinion. Mm, this is a tough one. Uh, let's see. I'm almost there. You're fine. All right. I, I got. Mean, I didn't prepare a list. You did. Oh, so you didn't. You didn't reorder. I'm doing this based on just looking at it, honestly. Okay. Here. Here's a my. White Pony would be my number one, regardless. Sure. Here's here's my. Mm -hmm. Here's my list. You want me to go from the bottom up? However you want to do it. Number eight, Gore. Yeah. Yeah. Number agreed. number seven, self-titled. Yeah, I would agree. Number six, Saturday Night Wrist. Agreed. Number five, Adrenaline. Agreed. Number four, Diamond Eyes. Okay. Number three, Around the Fur. I would switch those two. Uh, number two, Koi. Uh-huh. Number one, White Pony. Okay. So you'd switch Diamond Eyes and Around the Fur. Yeah. But that's, that's again, because I like the more modern sound post-White Pony as yeah. opposed to their older sound. Okay. But I would agree with you otherwise. What about... What, where would Ohms go? Where would you stick Ohms in this? I've been really enjoying the album, mm -hmm. but I feel like I've had so much time with the others mm -hmm. that I can really like... And this also, if you were to go back, I bet if you were to go back 10 years, I mean, obviously some of these albums wouldn't be here, but... Sure. I mean, I've felt differently about all these albums at different times. Sure, yeah. Um, I remember when Diamond Eyes came out, I was like, this is fucking amazing. This is the best and Deftones album ever made. Yeah, and I still think it's really good, but so, I don't necessarily think it's as good as I once thought. It suffers from some, from some flow issues to me, but it's it's good. Although it does have it does have fucking You've Seen the Butcher on there, too. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I would probably put uh, Ohms four or five maybe same i think i'd probably slide it between it would probably become number five so my list would stay the same i would slide it in between diamond eyes and adrenaline okay so it would become my number five and then yeah. it would go on from there yeah yeah 100 percent. i i can right. i can see that ohms is, now the, ohms is well, really good I, i've really been is. enjoying it it is it's a good album it really is um, the first, the first time I listened to it, I was like, I like this, but I don't know how I, I like, I don't know how much I like it. And I, I like it more over time. Well, yeah. Um, the familiarity helps a lot. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, I'm going to just shoot through these songs cause this is much harder and I don't remember all these fucking songs. Sure. Um, so 20 is a song called beware off Saturday night wrist. I don't remember that one. Mm -hmm. 19 is diamond eyes, which Oof. I thought was a pretty good fucking song. It's really low. This is where. This is where they kill me. My favorite fucking Deftones song, number 18, Digital Bath. Mm. Which breaks my heart. Uh, Prayers Triangles from Gore is number 17. Romantic Dreams from Koino Yokan is number 16. Minerva off the self-titled is 15. Mm. Rocket Skates off Diamond Eyes is number 14. Back to School is number 13. Bored is number 12. Beauty School off Diamond Eyes is number 11. Lotion from Around the Fur is number 10. 
Leathers from Koino Yokan is number nine. Teething from the Crow City of Angels soundtrack is number eight. I love that song. It sounds to me like whoever wrote this was like a big fan of like that rare shit I couldn't get my hands on. Yeah, right. These are deep yeah. cuts a lot. Yeah. Seven Tempest from Koino Yokan. Six Knife Party from White Pony. Five is Seven Words from Adrenaline. Four is Passenger from White Pony. I honestly thought number three would be number one. Okay. Uh, number three is Be Quiet and Drive Far Away from Around the Fur. Okay, yeah, yeah. Number two is Change in the House of Flies. Okay. Number one is My Own so- uh, My Own Summer, Shove It. My Own Summer is a great song. It is. It's got a fucking good hit at the beginning. Like It does. Um, I just, I thought Be Quiet and Drive Far Away would be, would be number one. Yeah, I mean, as like I found though, playing a lot of Deftones through, playing a lot of Deftones through my, through my years of listening to them, and having other people like that aren't necessarily Deftones fans in the car, mm-hmm. um, that song doesn't really hook them in like some of the other songs. Like it really, it doesn't. They're just kind of like, I mean, if you think about it, if you listen to it, obviously we've hear, heard it a shit ton of times, like. It doesn't, you don't really know what he's saying. You know, if you're someone who's not familiar, it just sounds like, it just sounds like a bunch of, it does sound like a little bit of whining, yeah. you know, in the beginning before they kind of get into the actual it's from hook. Ni- it's 1997. So yeah, I mean, sure. it, that's, you know. Um, But yeah, like, I, I don't know, man, there's, that's a tough one to do. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's really, and it's a really odd number to pick. Here's my top 20. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like well I like all these songs and I want to make sure they all fit in here. Let me just throw Here's a in. bunch of deep cuts. Yeah. A bunch of deep cuts. Here's teething. <laughs> for the for the five people who bo- who bought the Crow soundtrack, the Crow 2 City of Angels soundtrack. Like it fucking pick stuff off the fucking B-sides and rarities album. Here's their cover of Sleepwalk. And, and I say that as I did buy the Crow 2 City of Angels soundtrack. <laughs> But see, you could have left that part out and just shit on somebody. It's but you, you did the admirable thing. Shat right on my like, own you know face. What? Yeah. Yeah. You could have been like, oh, you know what? My favorite song is fucking Crenshaw Punch slash I'll Throw Rocks at You, the 2005 remaster on B-Sides and Rarities. Mm. Had to take a drink. Although out. they, you know, Deftones did really do a good fucking job of covers. Oh, yeah. They've always like been a great Simple cover Man. Band. Yeah. No ordinary love. They did some really fucking good covers. They did. They really did. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't know, like Ohms gets in there right into the middle of it all and it didn't take me time. Like it's some for some of these albums it did take me time to come around on. I didn't like Koi at first. I really didn't. Yeah. But it was also yeah. probably because I was I was expect what t- what year did Koi come out? Oh, uh, 20 hold on. 26 Is that right? 2016? No, hold on. Doesn't sound right. Let me bring the let me bring the course got to be up. 14 2014 2013 maybe uh let's see Koino Yokan. no 2012 2012 okay that yeah. makes even more sense yeah um yeah it, I, it does say in the little thing here it says turns out the worst Deftones album is still one of the best of the past decade go figure what what's that that's what it says about Koino Yokan. what the fuck did that he just <laughs> he just negated his yeah. fucking list <laughs> What? Well, at the All same right. time, if you do do that, let's reverse that. If you do go by what he says of the past decade, your choices are Koino Yokan, Gore, Diamond Eyes, 
and now ohms which hadn't been out at that point so your only competition is fucking diamond eyes really because mm. gore wasn't that good oh so he said the past decade though. yeah oh. the past decade so I, if you go based on that okay but that's really kind of like a fucking asterisk that doesn't need to be there here's this is what i love about music and this is kind of a lesson that we learned in going through that billboard that would not billboard rolling stone top the rolling 500 stone top 500 yeah that they fucking updated again not again again but since we last did a podcast so here's here's the thing i do love about music is it has everything to do about when you find it like mm -hmm. someone who found the deftones when gore came out might fucking love gore sure you know absolutely. what i'm saying and yeah. it's so fucking uh it's just so individually based on how it hits a person which is cool mm -hmm. and which is probably you know like i said like i was saying earlier about white pony it's probably why i enjoy that album so much because I had a group of people that we all were just like, fuck yeah, this is the fucking album. It's so fucking good. It's at a yep. pivotal moment in our lives. We're going into senior year of high school. Like it's mm -hmm. it's hitting all of that. Um it makes me excited. Checking that, all the boxes. It it is. It's checking all the boxes. And I'm sure if people, if anybody digs back far enough, they find that one album that did that for him. You know, the one thing. Um, I'm sure when my kid is old enough to know what the fuck's going on and, you know, and listen to music and stuff, it's going to be like, it's going to sound, I don't know, like blue oyster cult or something to them. Like it's going to sound <laughs> fucking weird. You know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping she likes it, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who fucking knows? Who even knows what music is going to sound like then? I don't know. I mean, rock is pretty much dead. Like, I mean, yeah. rock, rock doesn't exist anymore. Well, thankfully, the internet lets it stay around. Yep. But you know, uh, Napster and LimeWire, you can find anything on those. Frostwire, you know. <laughs> all these all these apps you gave your information to back in the day. Fucking um, hotline. Hotline, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I forget who I was talking to the other day. I was talking about, we were talking about games, and we were talking about, uh, they were like, what was the first online multiplayer game that you were like all about? And I was telling them about Quake. And how I would play Quake over dial-up, and you had to use Quake Spy or Game Spy to yep. find servers. Like how fucking hard it was. It wasn't just like, oh, you just go into the game and hit the multiplayer button. No, kind of fucking nuts. Because because anybody could host a game. Yeah, anybody could host that mm. if your if your connection would support it. Right. It was. Uh, I it was told I told people about how we would play it at school. We would play it at Braswell's class mm -hmm. or after school. Yep, it was. Uh, and if they if the if they had found out that we had Quake and Unreal Tournament installed on those computers, if it had been anyone other than Braswell, uh -huh. like it wouldn't have happened. Would have been wild, right? And if anyone with any authority at that school had found out that we were doing that, playing those games, or fucking using Napster during class to download music, <laughs> it was the only, it was our only access to high speed internet high, at the yep. time. Yep, but which wasn't that high speed, but it was still it was any much better than what we had at home. What's great is it was a very specific time that where the internet was kind of you know it wasn't like it is now. It was very wild much west like still it well it, and and in ways it still is the wild west, but at the time we were very much benefiting from the fact that we knew what we had available to us. And the mm -hmm. powers that be had zero fucking clue. Yeah. They were just kind of like, oh, this is this thing that connects 
you to other people. Like that was really it. And, you know, if you had our principal at the time and you, you had him, you know, explain what the internet was, I bet he couldn't like, yeah, because it was that new. And I think it was, it was pretty cool that we had that, like, it was that one t- moment in time where you had that edge up on, you know, on, on everybody, on most people that were older than you. It was just kind of like, yeah. it was that first real feeling of being like, holy shit, this is so much better than they think it is. They just think it's this thing that sends email. Like, oh, I can send an email without having to write it down and put it in yeah. someone's mailbox. This like, is my domain. This is where I know what's happening. Right. I know how to use this where you do not. Yeah, and it just felt cool because, like you said, I don't think that that get that would happen again. You know that because mm-hmm. there's before things were locked down. Like we barely had a little system you logged into. It was just mm-hmm. it was just literally a database that logged you onto the computer. That was it. It was enough to where you had your own storage area for your yeah uh, keyboarding class or your word process, whatever you were doing. You had a share that you could put your yep. files in and the, that the uh, teacher could go and get your assignments out of. That was mm-hmm. it. That was all. And uh, that was the extent of it. And there wasn't very much security based around it. Like you really could fuck with things. But mm-hmm. I mean, at the time, we didn't know how to fuck with things. We knew how to. No do things that we wanted to do like games or download mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I seem to remember there was a, there was a point though, where they were finally like, you guys have to stop downloading music. Probably, probably dude. There were like half the Everyone. class was bringing hard drives in. Mm-hmm. I was bringing a zip drive in. To I put was bringing music. an external uh, CD burner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't, I had dial up at home. Well, and there weren't thumb drives at the time. No, no, God, no. There weren't thumb drives. It was just like it was just like you could put data on a CD, and that was it. So what we would do is like we'd spend like the first part of the week downloading all the songs we wanted, then we spend the last two days burning those songs onto discs or writing them to zip drives. Yep. And it wasn't just it wasn't just music. I remember downloading Dave Chappelle's Killing Them Softly, like in MP3 form, mm-hmm. just fucking funny clips from movies, like shit that you would go to YouTube for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had uh, had uh, what you call it, uh, clips from The Simpsons that yep. I had downloaded and shit like yep. that. So I would have the CD, and then in the in between songs, sometimes you'd have like this clip from a fucking movie or something. <laughs> it was so weird, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was so fucking fun, and all stuff that you can now call up at, at a moment's notice for anything, which is wild. But at the time, man, it was just it just came at a perfect moment. And that's how we got a hold of the leaked Deftones was Napster. Yeah. Yep, that had to be such a nightmare for artists. I'm sure. I mean, Metallica went fucking ballistic about it. That had to be such a nightmare for them. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't know who you could trust. Why all of a sudden is your music getting leaked to the internet? Right. And and most and and at that point, I mean, how old were a lot of bands that we were listening to at that point? They were a little bit older than us. They were probably like between five and ten years older than us at that point. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. mid mid to late twenties. Like yeah. they it, the internet was so new that they didn't understand how it was happening. Mm-hmm. They had to have someone explain it to them, and even then they probably still didn't understand what was happening. Most likely. It's kind of uh it's wild because the people that it. understood the fucking internet weren't in bands at that point. Yeah. Or if they were, they weren't like popular. Right, right. Not popular enough to us to have found them. 
Because that's not like now where you can pull up Spotify and just discover any band you want to discover. Yeah. And that's that's what's going to be like largely different for even like any anybody who's grown up that's under the age of, I don't know, right now, 20. Mm-hmm. You know, tw- like in between 20 and 30, like it's you instantly have access to an entire catalog. Yeah. Like it's not like before where it's like uh, when when I'm in high school or when I'm in middle school and I got into Kiss, right? I had to go. There was nowhere for me to go and be like, I want to listen to this album, see if I want to get it. It's like, nope, yeah. just go buy it and see if this album sucked. And there was, was no way one. to even get a review to be like, oh, how is this album? Is this album any good? Right. So now you can just go and be like, well, I can pull up the entire Kissing. I'm just going to listen to, and not even listen to a, a whole album. It's like, give me their top 10 songs that played on Spotify. And Look then it up. Come on. Make a list. You know, it's just kind of, it's kind of wild. I was then. made for loving you. Come on. Funny enough, the first CD I bought was Dynasty. I loved it. Apparently, no they got a whole bunch of shit for sounding too disco. No judgment from me. I love that album. I was listening to it the other day while I was cleaning the kitchen. So, do you find... I think this goes along with this conversation. Yeah. Do you find that even though you are content, happy with your lot in life, mm. that you are ultra-nostalgic for Once Upon a Time? Like... What, like an example, like thinking about high school and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that pretty much everyone is. Like, I don't think, I don't think there's many people that aren't. Me and you bring up the, bring up fucking high school through college all the time. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've just been thinking about it more lately. The last few days, especially. I don't know why, but I've just sort of been like, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think it's, I think it's natural. I think it's a natural feeling to to look back on that stuff because it was a time that was yet you had so in in retrospect you had such a little bit to worry about you know there was just Mm -hmm. not that much to worry about and every lane was open for you yeah any direction that you wanted to yeah we're in gridlock right now man the lanes are shut down what's going on Yeah. (laughs) yeah but like as you got older each major decision you made closed lanes yeah you went this way that's all gone yeah that's not even a possibility now i i i picked up a house pretty young right Mm -hmm. that severely limited like i was still able to do things and stuff like that but it made it made the process of doing certain things in my life very different because i had to make sure things were in place so things could get paid Mm -hmm. um and it was it was one of the there's definitely been times where i was like man if i hadn't bought this house i could have i could be doing this or i could be Mm -hmm. you know not worried about this and doing something else and like now i'm glad you know now looking i'm like i'm like well i'm glad i hung on to it there was like 10 different times i was like i'm selling this motherfucker i can't stand it (laughs) but i don't know it's i think it's just natural to look back because you you can see now oh that's how that choice affected Mm-hmm. this aspect of my life you know be it a positive or negative thing like you can look back on the positive things like man had i not chosen this holy fuck where would i be oh yeah you know oh, yeah right like down to like just just meeting people like down to um things you decided to do um we i think we've talked about it a couple times it's funny it's still fucking hilarious to me that i started going to school 
for like networking and IT shit. I did a whole bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. And now I'm a fucking IT person. Like and I, doing exactly what I went to school for originally. So we went to school for that. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it did, that didn't happen for me. I was like, mm. and it took me a while to figure out what exactly. And now what am I doing at 37 years of age? Considering going back to school for IT shit. <laughs> Isn't that wild? It's so crazy. It's so weird. It's especially weird to have a career and then be thinking like, well, you know what? I'm going to totally do something else. I'm going to, th- this thing that pays the bills and is perfectly fine and I have no qualms about doing. Yeah. You know what? Fuck that. I don't necessarily want to do that anymore. I want to do something else. Yeah. Um, it's odd. Like, so, so for me, it was more of a, well, that didn't work out. So let's go do something else type of thing. Yeah, totally. Me. Oh, yeah. You know, well, that's how I went to healthcare. Like, radio ended, and I was like, well, son of a bitch. Yeah. Same. Gotta radio, something else out. radio ended. I went back to retail. Yeah. And then I was like, I did that for a couple of years while I kind of got my shit together. And I was like, well, let's give air traffic control a shot. Yep. I that, remember that. That went school wise really well. Yeah. Kind of got fucky there at the end where I couldn't get in. Um, not by any fault of my own, but the age thing is what the, if that decision had been made just a little bit earlier, it probably would have been different. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, just a little bit earlier. I had like two or three different places ready to pull me in, like ready yep. to go. Um, yep. It'd be a very different, I'd be in a very different place right now. Um, oh, yeah. Things would be totally different. So that doesn't work out. I continue with the retail thing. Um, and then a, a friend that I worked with um, back in the, like back a few years before that was like, oh, I'm working for this IT group. Come do this. And then I'm in there. Like, and then yeah. I'm, and now I'm here. So it's, it's yeah. just, it's funny. Like, just like, had I not known that guy, would I be doing? I don't know. Like it's mm-hmm. so weird because I just I just happened to work with him at one point and there's like oh yeah we need some people come on in all right oh, well okay anything's better than being in retail get me the fuck yep. out of retail thank you yep so I don't know man I I think I do I think I do get pretty nostalgic about stuff um but that's I think that's completely normal I think that some people don't give themselves time to do that. And some people mm-hmm. take, I think it's a balancing act, right? You can be, you can live too much in it as well. Oh, absolutely. So you don't want to be Uncle Rico, you know, <laughs> talking about throwing footballs over mountains from your glory hit, days in high school. He fucking hits Napoleon <laughs> in the face with that steak. That's one of the best fucking scenes of that movie. I want to go back and watch it. Oh, so bad. Do you, uh, do you do much, uh, comic book reading anymore or no? Um, it's been a little while. I got pretty heavy into it for a hot minute there. And then I just kind of, I kind of fell off. My shop went away and I was just kind of like, ah, I never found another shop to continue doing what I was doing. I still got a whole fucking box of them, but I, they just sit there, collect us. What about you? What you're, you're all about the Marvel thing right now, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm working on. So I found a website called comic book reading orders.com and they have one over uh, like just huge list. It's just like, here's the Marvel reading order. 
from fucking the first issues to now. What I'm working on now, I say working on, I'm still very early in this, is reading Spider-Man from the beginning. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous at first. I'm sure. Because they're introducing the character. He lo- Number one, Peter Parker looks like he's about 34 in high school. <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like an adult man. Um, but also... Also... He he does things once he becomes Spider-Man when he's just like, look at me on this wall. I couldn't do this if that radioactive spider hadn't bit me. Obviously, they're doing that for people that are just first picking up the comic yeah. and you don't know, see early issues. But son of a bitch, he does it all the fucking time. Man, I can recover quickly. I'm Spider-Man. That that spider bit me. Motherfucker, okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess it makes sense because like back when it when was the first issue? When were the first issues? Like, oh when was God. the first run? That was like in the seventies, right? Sixties. Sixties. I'm pretty sure. It was very much like TV when we were kids, right? In the eighties, mm-hmm. like usually, if you missed it live, you fucking missed it, dude. That was it. It was over. So they would have to do things like that in the next episodes to catch people up that might have missed it. First appearance of Spider-Man was in Amazing Fantasy number fifteen in 1962. Wow. Wow. Amazing Fantasy number 15 is the first time you see Spider-Man. That's crazy. In one of the early issues, they fuck up his name, too. He's called Peter something else. Peter. It's it's not terribly different, but you can tell somebody fucked up somewhere. Peter Sharker. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's, it's Peter with another P. It's like Peter fucking Paulson. Peter, Peter Paulson. I was about to say yes. Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking shit like that, but yeah, no, they fuck it up. And then it just never mentioned, and it just moves on with him being Peter Parker. But again, he looks like he's about maybe mid-30s in fucking high school. The fuck, man? Yeah. It's so weird. Like fucking um, Matthew McConaughey and uh, <laughs> fucking... Uh, I get older. Yeah. Oh, same age. did you watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Yes, I did. Last did night. you watch that video I sent you? Yes, we did. Okay. The wife watched it with me too. She'd never okay. she'd never seen the movie before. Fucking hell. I kind of hate that we watched the video because she hadn't seen the movie before, so it just spoiled oh. it just spoiled all kinds of it shit for her. It spoiled everything. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't know you were going to watch that video with her. That makes I okay. didn't know she hadn't watched it until we watched until we watched the video. She goes, "Yeah, I've never seen this before." I was like, <laughs> "I wanted to show you the video." The fucking movie spoiled now. <laughs> She still enjoyed it. She laughed pretty fucking hard. She's like, Dude, that, that. She's like, that is really funny. She's like, she's like, that's like, this is how she put it. She's like, this is like the like the best set up and executed dad jokes all lined up together. Yes, yes. They're like, she's like, it's ridiculous and it's very dad jokey, but it's done in a perfect way, so it's mm-hmm. funny. Like, it's not like cringy funny at all. It's actual funny. My favorite just throw like just quick joke in that is when they're going the wrong fucking way and he goes and those people are like, you're going the wrong way. And he goes, they say they're going the wrong way. How do they know where we're going? Yeah, like he's sipping booze. Oh, Dude, <laughs> Krista laughs so hard at that shit. He's like, okay. <laughs> when they go between the two fucking semis, yeah. and he looks over John Candy, and he's the fucking devil. She that was the laugh. That was the hardest she was laughing. Was that whole sequence? 
that whole sequence. And then it was at that point in my head. Marathon. Yeah. And that, so that it was at that point in that scene, I was just kind of like, this movie is so much like uh, Tommy Boy. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. It's so much like Tommy Boy, or Tommy Boy, so much like that movie. I should say. You have the goofball, and you have the straight man. Yeah, nineteen eighty-seven, man. It's just crazy to me that that was. I was four. You know what I'm saying? Like that's nuts, and it's still a great fucking movie. Mm -hmm. And how different shit was. It was kind of neat to see. It's like, I was like, oh yeah, you just walk in. You're late for your plane. You just go into the airport and run to it. Yeah, that's it. You run to if your plane. Running through the airport now, you're like, "What the fuck's going on?" Well, that and it's just like, "I'm sorry, you didn't get to the airport two hours before your plane is supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. You're not getting onto your plane. No, you're not making it through security, and you're not getting to where you need to get to. It's just a different world. Even even looking at Home Alone, like Home Alone was just before all that too. So they're running oh, yeah. through the airport. It's just kind of like, no, when you're late, you're probably not getting on that plane. No, you're probably just looking to get on a different plane at that point. But how did you how nuts though is the fact that that movie was supposed to be three hours long originally um and all those little like fucking side stories that were cut but everything still works but you can see the leftover pieces of them it was it was really cool it really did like much like so by the end of the by the end of that video i was like i get it dude you really want to see this you really yeah you're really passionate about it it's yep. not gonna happen. So nope. just fucking chill out. Like it felt very like if you want to feed this child for just pennies a day, <laughs> for just pennies a day, you could feed this. And I'm just kind of like, come on, man, calm down. It's all right. Yeah. Um, let's. See. Well, he even says in the video that like John Hughes was like, yeah, the original cut is like damaged beyond. Before he died, he was like, the 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 originals are damaged beyond being able to be used. It's, it's like, it's, look, it's gone. It made me. Well, all it made me think about is, uh, all it made me think about is like how many movies that never saw the light of day got damaged like that. How many like, and and they might have been even really good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, how many different just delete other deleted scenes that were probably great. Like, it's wild how much shit probably got lost to time. I mean, like, and fires and like just random shit. Yeah. Well, a lot of the early cinema is just gone because they didn't know how to, that nobody thought, well, let's take care of this shit. Yeah. So it either got lost about. to, yeah, it got lost to time or lost to fire or whatever. And then occasionally something gets found in somebody's attic, you know, and it's like, oh, here's an original fucking cut of some Chaplin movie. And it's just like, no, we didn't fucking think this existed anymore. Right there, fucking is. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of wild. And that's like, from the early 1900s. Yeah, it's um, it was definitely interesting to watch and like to just just go back and I hadn't I I usually make a habit of watching it pretty regularly, like you know at least once every couple of years. But this is probably the longest stretch I've gone for a while. It's probably been like three years since I've seen it, and it just holds up so well. The guy does yeah. nail it in the fact that like the guy in the YouTube video does nail. In fact, I need to actually write down that we need to put that link for people who want to see that. I'll put it up mm-hmm. on the uh, on the website. Um, but like, he does nail the fact that like nothing feels like it lasts too long. The movie itself is an hour and a half. Like yep. it, you get all aspects of it, and the fact that so much existed before and they were still able to make a such a great movie out of cutting that much footage. I mean, you're talking about a three hour movie. 
and three then, hour comedy three hour comedy and then they got like you just wonder how much other classic shit was there that uh that never got to see the light of day mm-hmm. but it and, still works and like you see the the pieces left over and you go that makes sense now oh that makes sense now like but it still worked in the original like the, when they get robbed in the hotel okay they're in a shitty hotel somebody robs them that was originally a pizza boy that Dell didn't tip well, so he breaks in and robs them. Yeah. But it still works. The only thing that's out of place is the fact that Dell has a black eye at the end of the movie, and you don't know how that happened. Yeah. It's kind of it's not even that noticeable to me. And the fact that, and I noticed this when I watched it the other day after watching the video, that that whole thing of when they're driving the burn-up car, they went past Chicago and they're in Wisconsin. If you look at the the ta- the um the whatever on the cop, yeah, the it, patches. it has you can see the state of Wisconsin on there, but mm-hmm. you can't really notice it that hard. I was so, even looking for it; and it was hard to tell. Like you had probably yeah. have to pause it at the right moments and shit like that. Yeah. So um, I mean, which is a fucking fantastic scene. It's so do good. Do you think this is roadworthy? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. It's and the way he fucking sits there with that stare and he's like so committed to being like trying to convince the cop, I completely believe this car is fucking worthy of being driven on the road. How great is Candy, man? How great? Candy man? No, Candy, John Candy. <laughs> I know. How great is I the know. Candy man? <laughs> Dude, he's no, just John Candy was so fucking good. And like I, I read something I because this something popped up on Reddit yesterday, I think, about the movie. And somebody pointed out he would be in like his 70s now. I that, I can't even fathom J- John Candy being alive and being in his seventies. Obviously, he passed in what the ninety three, ninety four, yeah, something like that. It was it wasn't too long after Cool like, Runnings. Yeah, it wasn't too long after Cool Runnings, which I th- he did I th- one more movie, I think, and that was it. Which I found funny in one point in in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. He talks about he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to Jamaica. Yep. And I was like, I was like, and I looked at Chris, I was like, and coach a bobsled team. And she was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was after uh, he didn't get into the hotel. He's like, I have 12, uh, 12 bucks in a, in a nice watch. I have $2 and a Casio. <laughs> and a Casio. And I like the way he takes it and he like flips it over his wrist and like kind of drags <laughs> it forward. Like he's showing, he's just like, yes, a Casio. It's like flip, flip, flip. See that? It's nice. That fucking movie's so good. It's, it's so it, it's like it's the only movie to watch on Thanksgiving. To me, there's no other Thanksgiving movie. There's no other Thanksgiving movie that's that that tied to Thanksgiving and that iconic of a movie. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's movies that take place around Thanksgiving. Sure. But they're not like that's the only movie I think of. You know, that's the only movie that I think of when I think of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um it made me want to go back and watch Uncle Buck. Yeah. Um, which I remember being incredible. I remember laughing my balls off as a kid. I haven't watched it it's in years. It's been a years. long time since I've watched Uncle Buck. Years. A long time. I did see it was on the Plex. I think I'm going to go give it a give it a gander. Good to know. Give it a gander. Um, Good to know. Um, there's And there's a couple of other candy movies on there, too. So... It's I worth- mean, you could even include Home Alone in that because he does have a very small role in Home Alone. Well, and and I was even telling Chris, I was like, I was like, he's almost Del Griffith in Home Alone. Like, it's almost the same yeah. guy. He's just traveling yeah. around. He's with a band, but he's traveling mm-hmm. around doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know, 
it's just he and he talks about people who hadn't seen their families in forever yeah it's so mm -hmm. wild to me um but no i really enjoyed that i think it was it was kind of a cool thing to share to to actually watch with somebody and have the movie hold up because sometimes you watch a movie with people that you're like i fucking love this movie and they're like i've never seen it like what we're watching this shit right now and then yeah. they're like i don't get it that is my concern about watching drop dead gorgeous with the wife i think you're that right. is my concern with drop dead gorgeous i think that you will be fine i think that you and i and some of our other friends watched that movie so much that we created our own little embellishments to the movie mm -hmm. that it won't be as like it, it it may not have even been as funny to us the first time we watched it it's yeah. stuff that we noticed on successive watches mm -hmm. and i mean you got to think like what drop dead gorgeous came out 98 99 something like that Let's see yeah go for it and and at the time when we watched a movie 1999, 1999. yeah when, when we watched a movie like that was a time where it's like well we just got this and it's brand new we're gonna watch it a fuck ton of times like it's not like mm -hmm. netflix was out and we could go to a different movie and just start watching it was just kind of one of those things of just like nope we're gonna watch this one till it burns to the ground kind of thing such a fucking funny movie. it's so funny so the it's the subtleties and like and you even see that with to kind of relate it to now. A lot of people watch the hell out of The Office over and over and over mm -hmm. again, right? And there's still things I've probably watched The Office through twelve to fifteen times at this point. Yeah, just because it's the thing we put on when we go to bed. Yeah, and I see. I feel like I still see something new that I never noticed before every time. I may it may not be as much as it was at first, but goddamn, if I don't see something. And if I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no go on. Cause my, I'm going to go a totally different direction here in a second. So continue. Almost all the scenes, not all the scenes, but there was a couple of, there's been a couple of, uh, planes, trains and automobile callbacks in the office. They sing the Flintstone song in the bus together. Oh, yeah, Like all that shit. Like there, there's, there was another one too that I noticed last night. I was like, they did that shit in the office as well. Um, and I can't remember exactly which one it was, but there's been there's been callbacks that ref that are basically references to planes, trains in, in the office. Two coins in a fountain. <laughs> no, no, nobody knows that one. Okay. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. <laughs> so you mentioned going to bed watching the office. Yeah. You know what I've gone to bed? I, I turn it on every fucking night now and I go to bed to it. Do you know of the the free quote-unquote television service pluto tv mm -hmm. okay degrassi the next generation <laughs> what fuck it it's the worst shit ever i love it still though it's you used so to watch the absurd. shit out of it back in the day oh my god i watched degrassi oh anytime it was on it was so absurd then it's even more absurd now just some of the shit that happens at this fucking school <laughs> I can't. I love it. I can't. I fucking love it. Yeah, I. Uh, we've been doing that. Uh, we've been going through the happy, the, the happy, the good place um, with Ted Dancing. Never watched it. I think the wife started it, and she got a few episodes in, and that was she stopped watching it for whatever reason. It's really good. I've heard it's really good. It's 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 low key good as fuck. Um, and what else? What else? Um, 
We've been watching Superstore. Yeah, I've heard good things about Hulu, that as well. On Hulu, yeah. we've been watching Superstore. If if you've worked in retail, it's every it's every story that you have in your brain from retail. You're like, yep, we did that. Yep, that <laughs> happened. Yep, that's dude. It's just over and over again. There there are some there is some laziness to some of the writing to it, but like the fact that it's so relatable to anybody who spent a significant amount of time in retail is ridiculous. Um, it's it's good. It's really good. Um, we're only in. We just started into season two, probably night, a night or two ago, something like that. We just started watching the Animaniacs reboot Ooh. the other day. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did too. We were two episodes in on that. We're th- we're three episodes in. Yeah. Um, we went back and watched the very first one, like the very first one, the nineteen ninety three. The first Animaniacs episode. The first Animaniacs episode. After we watched the first new one, we went back and watched the first old one. Yeah. And uh, man. It's while it holds very closely before, mm-hmm. it's you know it's it's just amazing to see the difference, and you can see where they've trimmed things out to kind of tailor to the norms now, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that went on in 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 the first run of the show where you're kind of like, well, I can see why they don't do that anymore. Yeah, oh, uh, I'm sure you're probably never gonna hear a hello nurse. Oh yeah, I saw I read an article that said that that's one of the things they cut that you're never gonna get. It's not gonna be hello nurse. Uh, I think it's only going to be Animaniacs and Pinky in the Brain. I don't think they're bringing back yeah. any of the others because all the others were stereotype type stuff. <laughs> Good feathers and all that stuff, yeah. I don't mind it at all, but mm-hmm. it's not the same show. No, it's not. It's a very it's different not. thing, and they're they're definitely leaning into who originally watched it. Oh, yeah. I mean, kids can very watch political. it. political. Yeah. Very political versus what it used to be. Yeah, yeah. It uh, was never even remotely as political it is, as it is now. It's it's a little more on the nose than it was before. Yeah. They 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 had stuff for sure. There was definitely there was definitely highbrow shit in there. Um, mm-hmm. Like they like they said in the show, they did meta before before meta kind of thing. They did. Like once they said that in the opening, I was like, that's, that's kind of spot on. Like it that's is. what they did. Um. I don't know. I'm uh, I, I'm kind of torn right now. I'm going to get through it and just see. Uh, I mm. don't think I'm excited to see it, but it feels more like I'm watching the daily show. If like, like yeah. a, it's got, it's kind of got that vibe to it, but yeah. kids can definitely still watch it and not know oh, what totally. they're talking about. It's, it's very much straddles that line. Well, in the article I read, that's what they said they wanted was something that people that watch the original show would appreciate, but it could still be watched by children. Yeah. And I don't think the references, the references are are enough over children's heads that they'll get that the adults will get them, but the children won't. I think that they do well enough with some of the stuff where children aren't going to pick up on some of the things that the adults do. Right, right. It's um, did you ever watch? Uh, did you ever watch Shit's Creek? Yes, my the wife loves it. I liked it. I didn't get as far into it as she did. I think I got to season two or three, and she's like pretty much caught up on all of it. Oh, you beat me! It's I tried. I I honestly like it. It just it didn't grab me like other things did. So I was just kind of like, I mean, I can take it or leave it. It wasn't like a, this is terrible. I'm not watching it. Um, I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't see based on the little bit I watched. I didn't see where all the praise came from. But then again, multiple people told me the first season is pretty much. Eh. and if after that it gets better yeah any tv show i will say that it definitely found its rhythm um when you get into season two um and i don't think i stopped watching it because 
um, because I didn't like it. I think the problem is like by the time we're going to bed, I don't want to watch anything that I haven't seen before because I'll stay up yeah. later. Yeah, it'll keep your attention. You'll be up watching it. Yeah. So as opposed to something you know where you can just fucking zone out and it doesn't matter. So like right now, the move is to watch one or two episodes of The Good Place and then turn yeah. on The Office to fall asleep. Makes sense. Honestly, I could fall asleep with the fucking TV off, but the mm -hmm. wife, the wife can't. So I'm like, all right, well, I, I set a timer. I can do TV off, but I need something. Like I usually have light music playing, like light jazz or something like that. Yeah, um, I'll I'll set a timer so the TV goes off because otherwise it will wake me up, you know, in the middle yeah. of the night if nothing's going on. Um, yeah, even when, if it's just I, the screensaver bouncing around. Like when I was younger, uh, I would set a sleep timer, and when the TV turned off, I would wake up and wild. have to turn it back on, or I'd fall, or I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. That's fucking weird. Why yeah, set the, Why'd you set the timer? I don't know. Why'd no, you set I, the timer? Or, or, or it would be that my parents would turn the TV off and I would wake up immediately after they turned it off. Ah, okay. That might be it. Let's say like, at some point you just tell yourself, maybe yeah, I don't set the, set the timer, timer and maybe anymore. I'll sleep yeah. through the fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember those days of sleeping through the night. That's that Listen, never happened anymore. Dude, it's like an event when it happens now. Oh, I know. Like, holy shit. That's like the first thing usually we ask you is like, how'd you sleep? How are you feeling? Ah, you know, I woke up a few times, had to mm -hmm. piss once, like, yep, blah blah blah. It's <laughs> like, but then sometimes you're like, I actually slept pretty good. I, actually, <laughs> I didn't wake up once. It's great. I had a good one. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many of them. <laughs> no. There's like it's That's like so fucking weird. There are, there are some mornings when I wake up and I'm like, why didn't I just drink last night? Because I feel like yeah. I did. Uh-huh. I'm like feeling... I slept like shit. Yeah. My back hurts and my shoulders hurt, and all I did was sleep. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. You're... Like up here, I still feel young. <laughs> I still feel like I always have. Yeah. The rest of me though, I don't. Not even remotely. And sleeping is one of those things that really shows it. Mm. Yeah. It's it's like you got all these apparatus to sleep and you got like a sleep a sleep machine a sound machine we got the white we got the white noise machine white yeah. noise i've got a fucking contour pillow yep. i need i need my shoulders are still fucked up so i'm like i'm like still like man maybe i get that pillow i saw them advertising that you can lay on and your shoulder still stays like in line and like you got a hole for your arm to go through you should get a my pillow oh fuck that guy <laughs> I'll smother myself with a my pillow. <laughs> smother myself to death. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. No, I know. We have the pillow that like it stays cool. Like it's one of those ones that stays really, really the cool. Sobacawa pillow. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. Remember the Sobacawa pillow? No, I don't remember that. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that. The Sobacawa. Someone remembers it. Someone's howling right now. How I hope so. <laughs> I got enough shit for mispronouncing names in football manager. I'm not even about to fucking try to pronounce that. The Sobakawa. So Sobakawa? Yeah. S O B A K A W A. <laughs> Did you get halfway through spelling that and you went, oh fuck. I don't know that I know how to spell this. Yeah, it should be the Sobakawa pillow. You went into it with so much confidence. Oh yeah. S O B A B A K 
cow. I like that scene in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he's trying to like really get into it. He's like, uh-huh, yeah. S-O. <laughs> B-A. B-A. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, and like the, the mattress, it has little vents on it to keep it cool. Mm-hmm. And like we have the little stands they go on, so like you can get a vibrating mattress, you can yeah. move the bed and all that. Oh yeah, no, it's whatever it takes to sleep, and that, and like it still doesn't, it still doesn't happen. The Sobakawa cloud pillow. Oh, wait, what was the pillow you were saying? Ours is a hold on. No, no, it's no. The, oh, the my pillow is what you brought. Oh, up. the my pillow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we have uh, our pillows are from Bed Gear. We got them for free when we bought our mattress. They threw them in for free because they're like $150 pillows. Um, the ultimate comfort from Sobakawa, the micro bead cloud pillow is relaxing, contoured, and cooling to help you keep those perfect nights of sleep. The new micro air bead technology contains over 10 million. Oh, you've felt one of these before. It's like a bean bag, basically. I don't want million, my pillow feeling like that. 10 million air beads. Uh, it's got a T there for some reason. Softly cushion your head uh, to feel like you're sleeping on a sea of clouds. The unique crescent shape provides comfort and firm support for your head and neck. The Sobakawa pillow. Uh, 3.6 out of 5 stars. <laughs> Go, Yaffa. Go, Yaffa. Um. God, this so so you're not caught up caught up on the Mandalorian. Not caught up on the Mandalorian yet. No. Fuck. Sorry, I've been trying to keep it like fairly, fairly spoiler free on here. Anyway, I understand. I understand. I, I really That's am fine. enjoying That's perfectly it. Perfectly fine. Yeah. The newest episode is fantastic. That's what I will say. I can't wait. Better than yeah. the first. It might be my favorite episode of the series. So Better far. than the opener, really. Like better than the opener of the second season. That was really fucking good. That was good. Yeah. That was very Deadwood. It was so good. It was, yeah. So without any spoilers. Spoiler this free. This one has yeah, this one has Western influences as well, much like the first episode of the se- of second season. Also, influences from like old samurai movies. I like. Yeah. I like. A lot of the shots and shit are, yeah. How are you? How are you with? First of all, zombies, zombie, zombie movies, zombie shows. Sure. Yeah. Are you okay with uh, subtitles? Yeah, yeah. I have no problem with that. You need to watch, or you should watch. I, I try. I'm trying to stop saying you need to watch something because yeah. everybody thinks you're a fucking idiot. Uh, you should you should watch or give it a chance. Uh, a show on Netflix. There's two seasons out right now called Kingdom. Okay. It is uh it is feudal uh feudal Korea. Okay. So around the same time as samurais, they're actually in some cases at war with Japan. Okay. Um, but feudal Korea dealing with a, uh, a zombie outbreak, and it puts some twists on the zombie genre that i was gonna say that's a fresh take it, it it puts some twists on the on the on the genre that are really cool and the writing's really well done i like me and me and krista were talking to each other i was like this is like some of the some of the moments in this are like some game of thrones shit you're like holy mm-hmm. fucking shit. really well shot beautiful 
Um, it does have an English dub if you want that, but mm-hmm. it felt better to listen to the actual actors act out because you could feel yeah. you can kind of feel the emotion a little more. Um, and I also felt like I understood the story a little better because I was able to read what was happening. Um, mm-hmm. But beautifully shot and just so well written, like just things that you were like, you're like, that's fucking brilliant. Like the way they wrote that and had that interaction go down, you're like, that's fucking incredible. Um, so we finally got caught up on that and um, can't wait for the third season. Like it's, it's hopefully it gets a third season. I'm not sure. They buttoned it up nicely where even if it stopped with two, you'd be like, okay, well then that's, that that's fine too. But if the writing stays on par, I'd be down for more seasons of it. It felt very okay. Games of Thrones meets like samurais and, mm. you know, zombies. It was, it was really cool. Um, we're, we're in that. And then uh, at the behest of uh, my siblings, we started Lock and Key on Netflix. Okay. Which is really good, too. When are we going to watch, uh, what was it, from Shudder? Porno. Porno. <laughs> <laughs> great, great mangled dick scene. Five skulls, five out of five skulls. Great mangled dick scene. <laughs> I did see a review saying that it's great for anyone. Like, I, I read a review saying it isn't amazing, but that like, especially if you have testicles, you you don't want to watch it. I'm down. I've got testicles, and I'll watch it. Yeah, right. I'm all for it. I'm down. Well, you know what? Me and uh, me and the wife really got into anthology movies over Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like really into anthology, like so tales from the hood, like all those stuff, oh, like yeah. creep show, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one called the Mortuary Tales on Shutter. Um, it's either I think it's called the Mortuary Tales. Um, it was really fucking good, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was it you know told like three or four different stories, and it was it was just kind of cool, like basically kind of like tales from the hood. They were you know someone shows up to apply for a job to work at the mortuary and they're going room to room and like he's telling stories about you know deaths that he had in the years of working in the in the uh, moratorium kind of thing it was pretty fucking neat shutter has some cool shit shutter does i'm glad i signed up for it i don't think i'm gonna stay signed up like for the whole year but i'm gonna at least be there for another month or two just to kind of catch up on some more stuff I think I signed on for a year was because there was some kind of special promotion. I got it for cheaper. Yeah. So I'll just see out the year at least. I got a free month. So I started mm-hmm. it in September and I've and I only paid for October and now now obviously November, but like did the promo code still work? The shut-in promo code or whatever it was? That one did not, but uh ah. there's another podcast called My Favorite Murder. Oh yeah. Uh, that are sponsored by them and so I think the code word's like MFM or something like that. Mm. And uh, you get a free month, and then you know, then it goes to normal. Tra- and it's only like four ninety nine a month or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's something ridiculous. Cheap. Yeah, but there's a lot think, of content on there. Yeah, because I think the original trial is only like seven days or something like that. Yeah, so MFM gets you a full month, and then um, they have like they have some original shit on there, which they 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 redid like they did a series version of Creep Show. Yes, which was like it's basically tales from the crypt i mean it's the same mm-hmm. shit you know it's an anthology everything's a little different there's usually like a star quote unquote someone you've seen before in a movie yeah. or a tv show is in it not necessarily super famous but you'll recognize them you'll recognize and be like oh it's that fucking guy um 
and uh, it's pretty good. It's it's done by uh, oh, what's his name who did Walking Dead? I can't. Uh, Greg Nicotero, I believe, yeah. uh, was fucking with it. So it's it's good, and they're already filming a second season of that. Like it's got some good content on there. Like definitely, if you're a big horror fan and you just want some stuff to watch. It's it's really neat, and they got like three live channels that you can just kind of turn on if you just can't decide what to watch. Just put on whatever's there. That's kind of what I like doing more with it is just going to the live channels and seeing what's what's playing because they have like I don't know if they I know they had changed it around uh, around Halloween, but they usually had like a thrillers, uh, the slashics, which are basically classic slasher films, and then their originals channel. Yeah. Um, I know that around Halloween, I think they changed one. I think it might have gotten rid of the thrillers. I can't remember. Uh, they just changed uh, one of the channels to the uh, the uh, not Yule Log, but it was called like yeah, yeah. It's it's it was uh, yeah. It was some kind of goofy. It was just a loop of a of a pump a creepy looking pumpkin with a that's candle what burning. It was. It. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like people do the fucking you know the the fireside you know fireplace during christmas or whatever as a joke the yule log mm-hmm. um but uh it's pretty good and there's been a couple of times where i turn on the live stuff just to see what's on there i'm like oh this looks interesting as fuck i'm gonna go start it from the beginning yep you know so pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. 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 um well, any, right. anything else you've been watching i don't think i mean i'm trying to th- uh mandalorian mainly uh, I just abuse YouTube. I watch the shit out of stuff on YouTube just because because they're so easy. Like they're usually like ten or fifteen minute videos, and you're just done. You know. Yeah. Um. What else? Anything? I can't think of anything that we've really been watching. I've um, pushed it a couple times on here. Uh, I can't recommend the season four of Fargo enough. Um, season four of Fargo. It's got Chris Rock in it. It's got some other mm-hmm. people like uh, Jason Schwartzman's in it. Like they're like the main two guys. Um. And it's like what I love about it is Fargo is not uh, it doesn't rely on you having to know the previous seasons. They're self-contained seasons and they're just written really fucking well. And they've still got that same quirk that while the Coen brothers don't have like their active hands on it, it's still got that vibe to it. that The movie had. Are there still little nods to the movie here and there? Because I remember in the first season, the season with uh, Billy Bob Thornton and fucking hell what's that dude's name the hobbit guy <laughs> yeah um when they, they did that season there were just little things here and there it wasn't even stuff they mentioned necessarily but like a business would have a name of something that tied into the movie somehow or yeah. there'd be this or this there's still that there's still nods to the other seasons too but like you mm-hmm. don't have to know the other season's story to know what's going on and it's uh it is very uh just just very well written like it wraps up this this week and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, the end of it because they just did such a good job with it. And, you know, sometimes they have different people come in and direct and you can really feel the change, but it's not enough of a change to be like, uh, this sucks. You know, Martin Freeman, Martin Freeman. I think it was Martin, Martin something. Freeman. Yeah. Colin Hanks was in that season as well. Yeah, dude, they've had some really good people in those uh, in the seasons over the years, man. Like mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst is in one like there's Second season. Yeah, second season. It's it's written really well. I can highly suggest all of them. I can definitely say that four has been my favorite out of all all of them so far. Really? Absolutely, with hands down. All right. All right. Like Chris Rock is fucking brilliant just because he knows how because he's a fucking comedian, he knows how to deliver monologues and they give him some really good chances to do some great monologues. Okay. So all right. Definitely worth checking out. Um yeah. 
And I think that's on Hulu too. That's on Hulu. Yeah, as well. yeah. it should. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it should be. But uh, some things to look forward to. We're only a couple weeks away from um, from the Deftones re-release. I think that you and I should get together. We've been talking about doing this this project of ours, of kind of like a a, a station, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe that's something we open with is just kind of breaking down and reviewing. Maybe just doing like a nice breakdown of the the entire White Pony album, and then just comparing that to what black stallion puts out as well i would love to that would be awesome i'm down for that i'm down for that That would be awesome um you can check out sheets on twitch twitch.tv slash sheets live go ahead should we do the rolling stone thing what was the thing we were supposed to review before i don't know i i don't know i know that we talked about starting fresh because they re-really they redid the list we don't have to i'm just i'm just asking the question my thought was since we're talking about this other project, I think we move it to that project. Yeah. I think That's we make fine. them their own little things because I That's feel fine. like it would make, it would give us a purpose to look at it. Like, I feel like, I feel like in some cases we were kind of giving it the afterthoughts like, Oh, did you listen to it? It's like, no, going to do that right now. <laughs> nope, been meaning to, um, yep. I meant to, I would love to, I, I think I'd love to move that to our, our other project we've been talking about. That's fine. That's Cause, fine. Especially because you told me, I mean, when did they update it? Not that long ago, like right at the beginning. Like a, like a couple months ago, I think. Yeah, and that was just kind of like, well, what the fuck are we doing yeah. right now? <laughs> you know, we updated every few years apparently now. So yeah, I think we move that to that project, and uh, once we get that up right. and off the ground, we'll definitely promote it pretty hard and All right. get you guys in the loop. But uh, you can check out Sheets on Twitch, Twitch.tv/sheets live. Uh, you can also follow him on Twitter at Sheets Live. Uh, as for myself, as always, it's at Lopez Radio for all social media and. Uh, lopezradio.com is where the show lives so if you want to find past episodes we've done 360 of them so go check it out and then i'm on uh i'm on twitter a few times a week i'd be tuesdays wednesdays and thursdays and sundays so you can give me a follow there if you want to um but you can almost listen to an episode of this podcast every single day of the year almost yeah we're almost there yeah five more let's do it then i can quit forever that's right. Then you don't have to do it because you're like, look, you're not going to fucking remember. It's fine. <laughs> no one's going to catch up to all this. No. Giant waste of time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> fucking carry on is he's working on it, or at least he was. I don't know if he still is. He is. According to him, he'll, he'll be responding to things that we've talked about years ago at this point. He fucking brings that up. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember, but it's kind of nice. It kind of almost makes me want to go back and listen to him. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Yeah, go back and listen to some of those early radio shows and then tell me what you think. We'd probably be entertained. We'd laugh. Oh, I, I was. I was when I listened, but I'm still like, oh, God. Why we'd, did you think that was a good line? We'd laugh so fucking hard. No, we um, would. Anyway, narcissists. You guys are the best. We're, we're a bunch of narcissists. You guys are the best for even putting up with us. Um, listen to this shit. Yeah. Um, we're out of here. Let's fizzle. Okay. Bye. That's the fucking end. I don't what I was buttoning. I was buttoning it up. And then we talked more. (laughs) Is that what you do now? Is let's fizzle and then you end it? It can be. Okay. Do you want to fizzle? Should we should we fizzle together? (laughs) No. (laughs) Why don't you fizzle with me? All right. Well, let's see if we can coordinate it then. I don't know what you're doing. You're just like pointing and doing a weird face. 
You know what I will say was really unfortunate, and then we can wrap up from here. Sure. That fucking John Oliver went on break days before Rudy Giuliani's face melted. Oh, my God. What a fucking... Could that have been worse fucking timing? <laughs> I'm sure he's, like, beating the walls. Like, <laughs> why does this happen? What? I'm, it's got to be probably the first thing he addresses when he's back in the new year. It has to be. You, ha- you can't Rudy nuts Giuliani's it. face melted. <laughs> He had soy sauce running down his temples. <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? Fucking hell. Who thought any of that was a good idea? Who thought the last four years was any good idea? <laughs> 73 million people, apparently. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> <laughs>